Salutations, Scoob Believer. Do you have a dream of becoming an entrepreneur, but don't know where to start or even what to do? Where can I gather information quickly about what's in my zone of genius? Don't worry, Scoob Believers. I got you covered. Go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI prompt and check out an amazing set of AI prompts that will give you ideas, information, and articles to help you get across that start line. Once again, go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI prompt to get you started now. Good luck, Scoob Believer. Hello there, Scoob Believer. Hey, if you're anything like me, I am just so tired of going from screen to screen to screen, trying to figure out my analytics for all my social medias and trying to figure out where I can put any and all my energies to get as much reach as I can. Well, I think I've finally found the solution. Elementary analytics. That's right. Elementary analytics. Now, at a single press of a button, I can see all my social media analytics from Google to Twitter to Facebook. All my important information all on one screen. All on one screen. Can you believe it? And if you really needed to, you could print charts for any possible meetings you might have. If you want to learn more about this amazing program, go to tuepodcast.net backslash EA for a 14-day free trial with no credit card needed. That's tuepodcast.net backslash EA for a 14-day free trial. Try it right now. Undiscovered Entrepreneur, episode number 15. Number 15, yeah. To the Undiscovered Entrepreneur, the podcast where brand new entrepreneurs come to life and could quite possibly be discovered. Join me, DJ Scoob, and the rest of the Scoob Believers as we help these new businesses become a reality. And now, away we go! Hello, Scoob Believer, and welcome to an amazing number 15. That's episode number 15 on The Undiscovered Entrepreneur, and it's me, DJ Scoob. <laughs> Coming at you with whatever device you happen to be listening on. All right, so this is actually a great, great interview. And I don't know if you remember back in my episode 10, but I had a gentleman named Oliver who interviewed me on his podcast. So, uh,. At this point, I'm actually going to interview him on his podcast or about his podcast. So we're going to take a look into Oliver's world a little bit. And the interesting thing about this particular podcast was I really started to talk about his podcast and how he worked and that kind of thing. But it really turned more into about his service, Inolf. I was really intrigued with his entrepreneur adventure with Inolf. I wanted to dive deep a little bit further into it. And see what it was all about. You will hear me switch between talking about the podcast and talking about his program, Anolve. But between the two, I really got some great information from him about entrepreneurship and what his ideas were for his ongoing app. So let's take a listen to Oliver Siegel.
Salutations, Scoop Believers, and we're here again with another amazing uh, entrepreneur. Today, we're here with Oliver. Hey, Oliver, how are you? What's going on? All right. Oliver, I have a very, very important question to ask you, okay? Are you a school believer? Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. We have our next school believer, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so, so much. All right, Oliver. Now, now you've uh, you're actually a fellow podcaster, so I'm really excited to have a fellow podcaster on the show for my very first time. This is so amazing for me that we have some kind of camaraderie going on here. So that's great. So, Oliver, what I want you to do is come and tell me a little bit about what you do, how long you've been doing it, and a little more about yourself. Sure thing. Well, uh, yeah. Let's let's start with the podcast because the podcast I've only done that for a couple of weeks now, and I I figured I kind of do that to to introduce people to the work that I'm actually doing, which is the app that I'm launching, right? So the app that I'm launching is called Enolf, and it's going to be a solution for every problem, even though that sounds really broad and kind of weird, but I have a patent pending for a technology for organizing problems, goals, and solutions and connecting them in such a way that we can create a, a network that's ultimately going to become a problem solution directory, right? So People can post their problems and connect them to solutions and also connect further problems to existing solutions. It's, it gets a little abstract and philosophical, but ultimately it, it uh, does kind of map out all of human knowledge and all of, all of the inventions and the things that we've created and how they connect together and how they interact with each other, right? And so in that respect, when it comes to problem solving and making the world a better place and coming up with all of that stuff, I figured, well, let me interview some people, what people are actually doing, you know, how, how they solve problems, what, what they're doing on the ground, what their uh, the chosen solution is that they're deciding to implement. And so I'm interviewing some, uh, people and giving them a space to talk about that, to promote their, their solution, and ultimately using that kind of to, you know, bring us all together into one community, the North community, where we have a bunch of expert problem solvers and specialists that help us make the world a better place. Wow, that is amazing. Dude, getting on the ground floor or something like this, that's that's fantastic. I've never even thought of anything like this. You could, you're very ingenuitive to be able to come up with something like that. You got to tell me the story. Where did this all come from? Where, where did Involve actually come from? Where was it sprung in your brain there? Tell me about that. Whew. All right, we, 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 have, we have some time, right? This is, how long that, is yeah. that? <laughs> yeah, because so, I mean... For, for me, it was, it kind of started with me looking at my my purpose and, and finding my mission, right? And figuring out what I'm here for. And even from years back, even when I was a teenager, I always had a sense for trying to achieve something, trying to make an impact on the world, trying to leave a legacy and build something of significance, right? That started when I was, uh, I started out being a filmmaker, then I pivoted into business and entrepreneurship, Always trying to, you know, essentially improve the world. And right now, looking back at all of this, Enolve is the perfect, is my purpose perfectly distilled into a product, right? But uh, my journey to get there is has been living in three different countries, uh, learning different languages, you know, being a filmmaker, exploring different, different businesses and different industries as well. I've been in a fitness industry as well, and especially in fitness you know, motivation and all of that. There's a lot of the cognitive psychology mindset stuff involved with that. And of course, same with entrepreneurship and all of that, right? In addition to that, I 
uh, got a coach a couple years back for really my, my personal life, my social life and my dating life, because I was unhappy with the results I was getting there. And I don't know, I was just not comfortable in, in the dating world. So I got a coach for that. And he took me on a spiritual journey, right? So he, he introduced me to things that I hadn't looked at like that before. Now I had always been interested in like, you know, different philosophies and like Buddhist and uh, Eastern philosophies, but also, you know, Christian philosophies and all of that stuff. It interested me, but this guy, he really took me on a, on my own hero's journey, right? Going into the underworld and all of that. So that opened up my mind to a whole new way of thinking. And at the same time, though, it reconnected me to kind of the, I guess, uh, scientific mind that I have, right? Because all of this spiritual stuff, often you can kind of get drifted away into fantasies and, you know, fictional stories, like, you know, mythology, like, let's say, I believe in Thor or something like that, the God of Thunder, which is a great story, and it's really motivating and everything. But then looking at the real world, what we actually see day to day, well, so I'm I'm not that that big on taking too much for granted or imagining not imagining too much i try to stay with what is what is real and true and the scientific method is just the best way to to achieve that at least that we have right and so oh where, where was i oh that's right <laughs> okay anyway so in that in that in that whole spectrum of what we imagine right with our heads in the clouds and where we might want to be in terms of spirituality and who knows what but also what the real world is life day to day, that spectrum exploring everything in between and then bringing it back around to what is my purpose? What am I doing in all of this life, right? And it gets very deep, very philosophical. Yeah, Oliver, don't get, don't get too deep because I could tell you, we will be here for an hour or so. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I'm, I'm going to try to wrap it up here. I'm, I'm just about to loop it back around. So I remember there's a note on my phone where exactly all of this crazy stuff, all of this deep stuff, right? I, I put some notes on my phone and it it was a lot of rambling, but at the end of the day, it was, what if I can solve every problem, right? And then that kind of is where, where it started out. And I just had a couple events in my life where... I guess some heartbreaks happened and where I was just like, screw it all. I'm starting over. I'm trying this thing right now. <laughs> so that that's that's the the long story made longer, but kind of tried to boil it down, right? It's just, yeah, it's my finding my own purpose here. That's awesome. Uh, a couple of things I want to touch on, as you say, first of all, the pivot. The pivot's very crucial for us to be able to learn one thing. And when we decide it's not going to work, we move over here, but still take the experiences that we had from the very beginning and incorporate it into the next uh, business or whatever it is that we go into next. And we keep going back and forth until we actually hit that one thing that correlates all those things into the one, say, business or entrepreneurship that actually works for us. Now, I actually have a similar story to yours, but a little bit different at the same time. A lot of my experiences that I had in entrepreneurship, I was a 16-year car salesman at the same time. I've been a server for 10 years. So I kind of take the coordination of these two things, being able to talk to people and suggest things and at the same time, being able to, you know, sell a product and, and that kind of thing all coordinates to somehow podcasting. I'm still kind of working all the logistics out of that, but <laughs> so there's a lot of good things going there for you. And I'm so glad to see you do putting it all together in this one product. That's amazing. So as you're putting these products together, do you have any major pitfalls or problems that you've encountered at this, you know, up to this point, since I know you've only been doing this for a little while? Well, yeah, I mean, um, of course, 
Of course, that, 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 that's the whole point, right? If, uh, if I'm building a collaborative problem-solving platform, it, it's all about what is even a problem, right? So that, that, that's at the core, at the core of this, this platform. And so as I advance and as I make this happen, I continue to use this. And what are some of the problems I've encountered and, and so on? Um, so, yeah, I mean, the, the answer is yes, of course, I've encountered problems. But problems are really just opportunities to to get more clear on what the goal is, what you actually want, and then find solutions, tangible implementations for how to actually achieve that goal, right? All right. Yeah, that's good. Now, at the same time, since I'm kind of talking about two things here, how about the podcasting? Any problems getting the podcasting started? Or was that pretty easy for you? Oh, that was... Um, I got kind of lucky with that. I just posted in one of the Facebook groups. If somebody wants to, you know, start building an audience, come on my podcast and boom, next thing I know, I'm like booked for two weeks with two, two appointments every day. So uh, people, people are wanting to have platforms to, to speak on and spread their mission and stuff like that. So that's, that's definitely, you know, there's a lot of demand for that. Occasionally, you know, technical challenges with that. And now a little bit, the next challenge for me is, okay, now that I have these interviews, What's the best way for me to get them out there, to get them in front of the right people mm -hmm. and, you know, promote it and all of that. So that's, that's something where I'm, where I'm contemplating on to really, you know, now that I made these recordings, these great interviews, how can I get them uh, heard by, by people? And that's, I feel like the world we live in is so, it's, it's just kind of like a news cycle, right? It's always like new content is favored over just, good content sometimes and that's that's a little bit challenging and frustrating and really that's what i'm trying to to work against as well with my platform you know talking about leaving a legacy the word legacy itself what that means is that it's not novelty but it is something that that is a foundation something that we can return back to rather right. than to constantly constantly be flooded by new emails and new new content and new stuff on our news feeds right right exactly exactly Listen, um, have you looked into any platforms on how to get your podcast actually produced and all that as far as like editing and getting it out to say Spotify and iHeartRadio and that kind of thing? I haven't done a whole lot of uh, research on that yet, but I, I'm confident there's lots of resources out there for that where you can just kind of, you know, that, that's what I've heard other people say. There's platforms out there, right, where you can upload it, push a button, and then it just gets, gets distributed to several channels all at once. Yes. Um, I actually use a, a company called Buzzsprout and Buzzsprout does exactly that. It actually gets, you can uh, coordinate uh, different times for your podcasts to go out. So for example, mine's every two weeks and I can actually put in Podsprout two, three, four, five interviews and have them actually released in the, every two weeks ahead of time. That way I can have that done. So I don't have to worry about it and I can move on to the next thing. Plus they broadcast to all the hot, Podcastings like uh, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, all of those, and you can get your word out that way too. Uh, if you ever get around to it, if you look in my uh, website, which is um, tuepodcast.net, I actually have a link there where you can look at it and see if you you know if you want to check that out. Yeah, yeah, that that sounds like a really clever solution, especially if it does the scheduling for you, and so you can kind of work around the schedule. That's yeah. Good. Now, do you edit your um do you edit any of your podcasts as far as that's concerned? Um 
only if they go really long. I try to keep the episodes pretty short, kind of like aiming for 15 minutes. It tends to be 20, maybe 30 minutes. And, you know, possibly I'll go ahead and take some sound bites, some snippets in the future to promote them standalone, you know, like two to three minute clips. Because sometimes you, you see like a long thing, like, oh, it's going to be 30 minutes or longer. It's like, uh, sounds interesting, but I don't really have time right now because I'm in the right. middle of something else, right? So <laughs> short, shorter content uh, can can be a easier to digest, I guess. And yeah, but besides that, I I really just go live and then we got to stay focused during the time we're live and then I, I push it right out there on you the go. spot. That's a, that's a way to do it too. Um, I'll send you a, actually a link to a uh, to Audacity. And Audacity is a very comprehensive editing tool that you can use, and it's free. So um, I'll I'll send you a link on the vi- on a video on that how that works. But I'm getting kind of off topic here because I <laughs> I really like talking to a fellow podcast. So now I know you've talked a little bit about what you've done. Do you have any influences or somebody that keeps you kind of moving forward and says, "Hey, you're doing a great job"? Any kind of influences that made you do uh, all these great things? I mean, yes, there there are influencers, right? Like in the in the name as we have that right now. Like I mean, you're you're uh, on your way to being an influencer as well. So um, I have several people that on my path over the last like fifteen years or even longer have influenced me and kind of given me knowledge and educated me. If I consider them coaches and mentors, right? And uh, now as I'm as I'm in this in this current venture, I mean, there, there's a lot of supporters that I have, luckily, who who I kind of found and who cheer me up occasionally. But it, it's still different finding supporters compared to there's a lot of people out there right now who, who are trying to to offer you coaching, which is you know it's not bad or anything, but it's just like it's a lot of people trying to offer you a high ticket coaching coaching uh, program. When really you you actually need help implementing all the things that need to be implemented, right? So going from going from solo entrepreneur and self-employed to actually business owner, where you hire people and and have staff and all of that, that's the kind of transition phase I find myself in. And so finding supporters versus mentors or coaches versus employees, that's kind of yeah, moder- waters get a bit muddy in terms of. What you what you really asking there? <laughs> right, right. I guess I guess what I'm really asking is, do you have one person that you really look up to? Hmm. Like a role model. I I mean, I, all the all the founders of the past that have enabled life as we know it today are really who I draw a lot of inspiration from. Because you think about some of the things that happened. Let's let's take just Thomas Edison and electricity, right? Of course, it was not just Thomas Edison at the time. It was also Westinghouse and all the, all the great minds that collaborated at the time. But today we have like Elon Musk, right? He's at the forefront for electric vehicles and space exploration like that. He's not the only one and he has got a whole team working on that, but he's kind of the, the figurehead for that. And so in the past, I think we've had a lot of people like that as well. Steve Jobs and the inventor of the computer, Alan Turing, and like I just said, Thomas Edison, for example, with electricity. If you think about what it was like for these people at the time that they invented their things and tried to bring them to market, you know, they they went from where something did not yet exist to now it exists. 
So what was that like? How, how did they see the world at the time to imagine, hey, wouldn't it be cool if we all have, had electricity? What's that like to, to see the world like that before it actually exists, right? So these are the people that I draw inspiration from that, that actually also give me a lot of, lot of self-belief and confidence that that kind of vision that I have that I can actually move forward and make it happen because it's been done in the past. So why can't I do it too? All right. That's great. Those are some great names. A lot of them, Thomas Edison, I'm always hearing about how he, how he works. Elon Musk, that's a that's a daily thing I hear about Elon Musk all the time when I talk to other entrepreneurs. That's amazing. So because some good people to look up to. So here's a here's a little different question for you. I know you're just getting started in the podcasting and you're just getting your uh your uh app working, but when will you know you've made it? When will you get when you get to that one point that says, I'm finally here, I'm finally where I want to be? What does that look like to you? Yeah, yeah, there, there's many, there's many ways how I could describe that. And that's really something that I use as a strategy to motivate myself every day and kind of in the process of, you know, you put it spiritual, manifesting it, right? People talk about the guy who ran the, the, was it the four minute mile where he envisioned himself crossing the finish line at the clock reading a certain time, right? Um, so I, I have a lot of these visions and kind of victory moments that I, that I picture. And there's some in the longer term, some in the shorter term, like in the shorter term, it's going to be that I made enough pre-orders to where I can actually pay the developer who I have lined up that we can actually build this thing professionally. Mm -hmm. And then the step after that would be that it actually is available and people can download and use it on the app store. Right. And then at some point in the future of that is that it actually has become a well-working company so that we can take it public and that people can you know, uh, buy and trade stock on the company and be paid dividends from those stock shares. So those are just some of the key key milestones that I have in mind that keep me going, keep me motivated, and also that keep me oriented, right? Because sometimes you get lost in the day-to-day. -day, and so it's important to have this, okay, where do I actually want to go? <laughs> what is the real long-term uh, agenda here? Yeah, it sounds like you don't just have one particular I've made it moment in your head. It sounds like you have several I've made it moments. So I get to the here and say, okay, I've made it. Now we move on to this one. Okay. I've made it to there. Now we move on to the next one. That's actually a good way to do it. That's AKA gold goal setting. And it sounds like you've really narrowed down exactly what you want to happen. So that's really awesome. I want to tie back on that as well. You know, if you, if you think about these, I've made it moments and motivating ourselves to actually move forward towards those. A lot of people recommend that you put yourself in that emotional mindset of your I've made it moment, right? What's it going to feel like once you're there? And if you if you manage to really like meditate on that and internalize that feeling through your entire body and feel as if you've already achieved that, it does something to your perception and to your identity and kind of to your ego and everything so that you then will act differently and act more, I guess, with more confidence and with more effortlessness toward the thing that you actually want to go to. And so with, with that said, I've, I've already found myself just realizing that, wait a second, I have actually achieved a lot of the, I've made it moments that I had in the past, right? I was able to sit down and look at my life and be like, wow, I live with sunshine, palm trees, all my needs are met. I don't have to work, right? I have like three hour work week or less and everything, everything's going fine. And that's also what ultimately led me to further explore this concept for evolving and look at my purpose in the world and all of that, right? So that's 
just something that came up just now. I wanted to emphasize that again, especially when it comes to I've made it moments, because otherwise what happens, we're going to be like constantly, constantly continuing with the rat race, right? Oh, I made it to this spot. Now I have to get to the next and so on. And so then it never stops either. So really stopping to smell the flowers and appreciate the moment as it is, is important as well. All right. I really appreciate that uh, you tell me about that. So thank you very much for that. So um, here's something a little bit different for you. And I'm going to kind of use your um, your app that you're building as an example. Okay. So say I'm, I'm kind of thumbing through the, the app store looking for something to help me solve my issues. And I see yours and I see your app there on the app store, but right next to it are two apps that do basically the same thing or something similar to your app. What would actually, what would your app do that would set you apart from the other two apps that I'm looking at? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. And that is right now the challenge for me to communicate that to the marketplace as well. So first of all, I, I have a patent pending on it. So if there is an app that actually accomplishes the exact promise of my app in a different manner, I, I think it's quite unlikely, right? It would be like, okay, what, what's another way to do the internet, for example? It's like, well, it's, there's only, or the computer itself, right? There's only so many ways how certain things can be done. Now, if there is somebody else coming out doing the same thing, Okay, that's that's fine. But right now I have to look at the existing marketplace. What do people use to solve problems? Well, they do use Google. They do go on Facebook and post their their problem to their feed and be like, hey, I, I need some help. Can somebody help me out? And then there's also things like Stack Overflow or Stack Exchange or Quora, right? Where people can have question and answer uh, comments. And so what, what makes my app stand apart in that respect is the technology behind it, the patent, right? The uh, Facebook and even Google to some respect. Okay, I'm going to talk about Google separately, but let's talk about Facebook and the question answer size, right? They're all basically just forums that are linear comment sections. That means at the top, you have a question and then you have answers at the bottom linearly listed. Okay, now you can rank them and bump one to the top based on upwards or something like that. What, what actually sets Google apart as a search engine, right? An ability to search information on the World Wide Web is that they've indexed all the websites and categorized them in such a way to where the ones that are likely most important rank to the top. That That's what uh, Google's patent was at the beginning, the page rank algorithm, right? That's what's uh, made, made them stand apart. And they've just continued to improve on that. And now the Google algorithm is just very trusted and reliable. And we know that whatever information I'm searching for, Google will probably give me that information. And so that's where, you know, coming back to your original question, how does Enolf stand apart from the existing solutions? I don't think there is currently a specific solution for problem solving and collaborative problem solving in such a manner to where it creates an interconnected network of problems connected to solutions. It simply doesn't exist. So that said, um, there is, it is a, a very unique app in that sense. And then compared to what we currently use that's kind of similar, I'm just going to make the claim that it's like 10 times more effective because it breaks the echo chamber. It overcomes the common uh, barriers associated with problem solving, such as, you know, cognitive bias and like mental fixedness and whatnot. Mm -hmm. It just, it's a new, new kind of technology. And I think as people see it and start to use it, 
they will will understand that and so hopefully it'll automatically become the default for problem solving there you go that's the way to do it so basically you just eliminate the competition because they have nothing even close to what you're offering um yeah if you if you want to put it like that (laughs) yeah and and of course you know it it depends on how you how you frame it like that i can i can go and see everyone as a competitor if i want to i can think that everybody who offers a solution is a competitor to me but i choose to frame it in such a way that actually we are all synergists right i mean it's like and that's kind of you know, on a deeper philosophical level, I'm I'm striving to provide something here that unites people to work together on common goals rather than to fight and compete. Let's just map out the, the stage and find out what are some of the things where currently there's actually some help needed. Where do we need to send more people rather than to send everybody to these overcrowded areas competing? Over there, they still need some help. So let's funnel some people from, <laughs> from the competed uh, overcrowded area to those that still have demand, yeah, that, that is not a solution that exists currently in a marketplace, I don't think. And so this way, I think I'm helping everybody by doing that. And why do we need to label it as competition in that sense? That's awesome. That's awesome that you come up with something like that. So fantastic. Thank you so much. All right, now. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now I have- I'm glad you can see it that way. <laughs> All right, so- this is this this is a question that I like to ask, but I kind of stole it from another podcast. So sorry, guys. So, what is the one question you wish I would have asked you, but I didn't? Question that I wish you would have asked me, but you haven't asked it. I think you've asked great questions so far because you really got me talking here. And that's kind of you know flipping flipping uh, sides right now. After I've done a bunch of podcasts now, and I'm, I'm being the host, right? It's all about the guests, and I ask them the questions, and I try to hold space for them to get get information out of them or not even information, just kind of get to know them, right? Get them into the flow of being who they are and telling me about themselves. And um, so it's kind of nice to be on the opposite end of that and be able to lay back and relax and hear you say, oh, I like that you do that. Ha, thank you. Because <laughs> usually, right, I'm, I'm in the seat. I'm, I'm like the cheerleader and the supporter. And so it's nice to have that flipped. Now, is there something else that I would like to say? And I want you to ask me about it. Yeah, I want you to ask me, how can people who like this idea join and support me? That's what I want you to ask. All right. So I'm, <laughs> I'm officially asking you that question. Ready, <laughs> set, go. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Uh, anyone who, who is listening to this and this resonates with them and they uh, you know want to move the world toward a place where we have made problem solving a thing of the past where problem solving is just so much easier than it used to be. And problem solving is something that no longer causes conflict and debate, but problem solving is something that causes innovation and moves us forward and creates more, more harmonies from the conflict of problem solving. If somebody resonates with that in some way, check it out at enough.com or enough.io. I have both domains or, uh, you know, go to our Facebook, Facebook profiles and Instagram profiles on social media and yeah, sh- show your support, show up, send me a message. Tell me, tell me what you like about it. I really need to interact with more people around the idea. If it's just me right now, kind of trying to, trying to do it all by myself, I'm, I'm not going to get very far. I need, I need supporters. I need followers. I need people who are themselves willing to go out and talk about this thing and be like, Hey, wouldn't that be a great idea? 
Because if, if I'm the only one who believes in this idea, if I'm the only one who thinks that this could actually improve the world, then it's kind of like, well, then I'm in my own world. <laughs> <laughs> you got to kind of prove to yourself that it's not just you that wants to solve these problems. You want other people to help be able to solve these problems too. Let me ask you this question. This is because this is a little off the cuff for me, but do you know what the word candor means? Candor? Yeah. I've heard it, but I can't think of the, the meaning right now. No. So... When you have a problem and you want to collaborate in this problem, but it's kind of in a bounce bounce ideas and positive and negative at each other at the same time where you're not taking offense to it, but you're listening and then you're kind of kind of corresponding between the back and forth that the word is called candor. Now, a good way to learn what candor is about. Oh, is, isn't. Yeah. A, way, a good way to learn about what candor means is in a book called Creativity, Inc., Creativity Inc. is a story about the Pixar story and how Pixar came about. And a lot of Pixar movies that are out, I've actually mentioned this once or twice in other podcasts, they value candor. They value that back and forth. And then they build off of that to build these fantastic movies that you see from the company. So if you want to learn about candor, that's definitely a book you should probably look into. That does sound really interesting and right up my alley. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. Absolutely. And exactly that, the, you know, in the opposition, that's why the yin yang is kind of my preferred logo and uh, my view of the world. In the opposition, we create these powerful dynamics, I think. And so if you don't take offense to the opposition, if you are going out there and like, hey, I oppose you. Yeah. <laughs> tell, tell me, tell me your opposition. Let's, let's intentionally fight, but playfully and see what happens. That is really good things can come of that. Absolutely. You know who is really good at that? Steve Jobs was was very good with candor and they actually mentioned him in, in the Pixar uh, story uh, book because he was a big part of that. So, all right, Oliver, I'm going to ask you another question. Okay. So sure. you yeah, I've only been doing this for a little while, but what do you have planned in say the next six months In six months, where do you see yourself? What goals have you, do you have for yourself in the next say six months? In the next six months, the, the goal is absolutely to have this app published and live and people can go on and use it and post problems and connect them to solutions. That is the six-month goal. The actual development of the app should only take three to four months right, to, to get it to that level. And then, of course, once the app is published, like there's always going to be updates and all of that. right? So it's going to be a interaction with the users as well to see how people use it and kind of figure out what, how we can make the app even better, use our own method for improvement and problem solving on the app, right? Yeah, so like I said, three to, three to four months is what it will take to actually uh, develop, uh, yeah, develop the app. But I do want to place pre-orders for service providers. So anyone who wants to have a problem solving sphere where they can showcase and offer their solutions or something that they can use to communicate with clients to help them solve problems and stuff like that, I need some time to to fill these pre-orders so that we can have the funding to actually build the app. Right? And of course, in the beginning stage where you're going to buy something that does not yet exist, you're going to receive a huge discount for that as opposed to once it's published in six months, then the prices on that are going to go up. Right, right, exactly, exactly. All right, so what we're going to do with you, Oliver, is in six months, I'm actually going to contact you again and we're going to actually do another interview just like this one. But in the next interview, I'm going to listen to uh, what you've experienced in those six months. Uh, if you've actually made or even exceeded those uh, goals in the next six months, and we can learn uh, from there. Does that sound okay? 
That sounds super exciting and scary. <laughs> and and it, the, the pressure is on. And right. I mean, my, my life is on line here. This, this is my, like I said, my life's purpose. I, I do nothing else. This is all that matters. And I want to achieve it sooner rather than later. And so hopefully I can, I can exceed the goal by next time we talk. That's a great idea, man. That's really motivating. Thank you so much for doing that. <laughs> I figure this way, it kind of holds you accountable. And that way, you know, um, when we come back, you want to be able to say, hey, yes, I made it, you know, I made these goals happen. So that's kind of why I do that. All right. So I know you kind of did it a little bit already, but I'm going to have you go ahead and uh, say again how people get a hold of you and kind of do the little advertising for yourself. So ready, set, go. All right. Yeah. So go ahead and check it out at enov.io. And on there, you should find links to our social media, Instagram, Facebook, on LinkedIn as well. You can find me if you search for Oliver Siegel and on also Facebook and all of that. And yeah, check out the social media spheres and get in touch there. Feel free to send a message and all of that, right? I, I mean, I can go, go out here and pretend like I'm this oh, big, busy company and you got to go through all these levels but really it's it's mostly me right now i have people helping me but it's just you know it's we're not we're not going to be like uh implementing some corporate structure and make it really difficult to get a hold of everybody we're all just people that that's what it's about people helping other people and so if if somebody wants to get in touch with me directly personally that's i welcome that i'm open to that all right fantastic thank you so much oliver and now now it's my turn Okay, so if anybody wants to get a hold of me, you could reach me at pianotieentertainment at gmail.com. That's my direct email. So if you have any questions about what I do, or if you're an entrepreneur yourself that's less than a year in your entrepreneur adventure, please give me an email. Let me know what you're doing, how long you've been doing for it. Maybe we can do something like me and Oliver just did. If you have any questions also about what I'm doing, please contact me through my website, where I also have some great uh, strategies and guides that you could look at, books that you can read, and some affiliate links that will help you along your entrepreneur adventure at tuepodcast.net. That's not com, it's net. Uh, yeah, visit me there. And since I got you all here, please, if you like what you hear, please give me a five star. Please subscribe. Help me get my algorithms up so we can get great information like what Oliver had here out into the world. So. Oliver, thank you very much for a great episode. I really appreciate you being here. Thank you, Jesse. This was this was fantastic. I'll be sure to spread the word on your podcast as well. I really appreciate it. All right, everybody. Thank you very much. Have a great evening. <laughs>
been all the way out yet. And I like how he kind of sets himself in there for success, knowing that he has a product that's kind of the first of its kind in the market. So if you want to actually get in touch with Oliver and see what he has going on with this great product called Enolve, uh, look into the show notes where you can find all of his links. Uh, I also have a lot of his information in the guest notes. So take a look there on uh, uepodcast.net. All right. So as far as my stories are concerned, I'm still working on that solo episode. That's going to be coming up here real soon. I've almost got it all put together. Um, I just kind of need to clean it up and get it out there. So I am a little bit scared of it. So <laughs> getting over that fear uh, that's pointing me in that bright direction is really important to me. So I want to be able to put this together. Also, I am now uh, pretty much elbow deep into SPI Pro. I'm really learning a lot from the SPI community. A lot of people have already helped me out with a couple of projects I have going on, including one that I'm really proud of that uh, I will be looking into called uh, the puzzle analogy. And this is an analogy that I'm putting together. If you want to see the kind of the skeleton bakings of it, I actually have a video of me putting it together on YouTube. So if you just look up the Undiscovered Entrepreneur on YouTube, it'll actually pull up about two or three videos that I've put together and my uh, making of the puzzle analogy. Yeah, that's going to be definitely something. Check that out. Newest thing going on right now for me, well, it's uh, by the time this recording goes out, it's probably going to be out for a while, but um, I've taken on to Twitter, my new best friend, as it were, and uh, gone into some Twitter spaces and learned a little bit about that and decided I'm going to actually have my own Twitter space and I'm going to do some uh, coaching on the Twitter space. So anybody that wants to get involved, that wants some free coaching for their brand new entrepreneurship, I will be putting a show out every other Monday and uh, help people. Basically what that's going to be all about is helping other people, helping them learn how to get started and what steps to take to get started. It is going to be geared towards brand new entrepreneurs because I'm still a brand new entrepreneur just getting started. But I do have a whole lot of knowledge to share with as many people as I can. So I want to make sure that I share that information. So I will be on Twitter Spaces. If you want to follow up with me on that, you're more than welcome to look me up on Twitter at DJ Scoob. That's S-K-O-O-B 2021. And while we're on the subject, if you'd like to take a look at what I have to offer as far as different types of help, if you go to my website, uepodcast.net. I have a resources page which goes over the books that I've read and the programs that I've used to help my entrepreneur adventure. If you want to contact me directly, please email me at uepodcast2021 at gmail.com. And if you are a business that's less than a year, please contact me there. Let me know who you are, how long you've actually been in your business, and a little bit about yourself. And we'll see what we can do for you. And finally, we're going to talk about my choose what language for me to learn game that we're doing here. So uh, this podcast is scheduled to be out April 26th, 2022. So I'm going to go ahead and go May 1st. I figure that's a good round number to end this at. So you have until May 1st to contact me and tell me what language you want me to speak, whether it's Spanish, Russian, or Klingon. If you want to just go to TUEpodcast.net backslash episode 12. 
Leave a comment there which language you would like me to speak, or you could contact me directly at my Twitter, once again, which is DJ Scoop, S-K-O-O-B 2021, and just drop me a message there and let me know what language you want me to speak. All right, everybody, that's a great show. That's another wrap for another day. And uh, thanks for joining me, and you all have a great day. Thank you. <laughs> Hello there, DJ Scoob here, and I just want to personally say thank you for listening to my program. I really hope you learned something. Tune in in two weeks to listen to another brand new entrepreneur. And remember, I can, I am, I will, and I'm doing it today. As a worker of two full-time jobs, running a podcast and coaching, every minute counts in my day-to-day. It's hard to be consistent in any of my social medias. And at this point, I cannot hire a social media manager. Pinnacle AI to the rescue! I've been using Pinnacle AI for a couple of weeks now. I've seen big improvements in my outreach and consistency in all my social medias. Do you want to save time and increase your productivity too? Go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI for more information. Save yourself time and grow your brand. Try it now and see what it can do for you.